The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Oh, happy 2011 to you, dear listener. Welcome to the Major Spoilers Podcast. I'm Stephen, and that is Matthew. Rodrigo is still out once again this week. Poor God, because Rodrigo's in Ohio. <laughs> I think he's back on Tuesday. I think he's back for our next episode, if I remember correctly. Chatted with him on the phone a little bit uh, today to see what was going on with him. Matthew, happy 2011. Hello, 2011 future people. <laughs> Do you have any uh, good thoughts going into 2011? Well, my New Year's resolution, uh, my first resolution is uh, not to, uh, you know, hit myself with a piano. Okay. Secondly. I think you can do that. Secondly, most importantly. Yeah. I intend to, uh, you know, improve on my ability to do whatever it is that I do successfully while doing that. And also to get my picture taken with China. Get your picture taken with China? China the the country yes. or China the uh, the, the wrestler? Yes, the entire country. <laughs> no, Joni Lore. Okay. Is that going to happen? Is she going to be like yeah. at Planet Comic Con this year? Well, that's possible. I don't know. As she ages, you know, she shows up at weirder places. You'd find her at the opening of a Stuckies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't open too many of those. Uh, like the hey, to. remember the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I have uh, any big New Year's resolutions or big New Year's plans. I thought we had a pretty successful closeout of 2010. Of course, we had some little problems, ups and downs. We've got some new people on board, and we were sad to see a bunch of people leave us this year. Uh, but that's okay. That's just the way everything works. Um, I'm excited yep. about 2011. And we might as well get started with a conversation based on an email that, uh, that I received this past week or maybe a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this comes from Don Head. Uh, he says, hey, Stephen, first off, I've got to say I love the shows. Being a 37-year-old working professional and father of two, I don't tend to have too much time to actively read anything on your site, but I listen to both podcasts and thoroughly enjoy them every week. Here is my question. I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old, both girls, and they've recently discovered comics, especially Batman. So we're reading Batman, The Brave and the Bold, an occasional issue of the trade of the Justice League Unlimited. But what else is out there? I tried the new Stephanie Brown Batgirl, but it's just not super accessible for the elementary age girl. As much as I want to try Wonder Woman, the fact that she's often not drawn in a way that I think she is appropriate for my girls. Even when it's written by a woman, it's just too much. I thought I knew me some comics, but this thing with finding something that my girls will both like and not get nightmares of or inappropriate sexuality from is about to drive me bananas. Your thoughts? My youngest is on the point of thinking that the only cool superheroes are boys, and we just can't have that. Also, I feel your pain about the size of your review pile. I was on the point of sending you a writing sample until I remembered why I quit reviewing last time. When it was work, I hated it. Thanks again, Don or Dan. Okay, so a couple of things that he's got going in here, Matthew. 
Mm-hmm. Essentially, he's asking about comics for kids in the broad sense, and then more specifically, comics for young girls. What's appropriate out there? What's going on? I think he's I think he's doing the right thing by doing Batman the Brave and the Bold. I think that series is hysterical. Uh not only on no. the television series but also in the comic form. My son is 3 3 and a half and he enjoys reading those all the time. I think Justice League Unlimited or the New Justice League or the New Adventures of Shazam or whatever it's called is uh probably appropriate for a younger set. <laughs> You had mentioned the book we we reviewed a couple of weeks ago, Bean World. Mm-hmm. What else yes. is out there? Yes, I have. Well, Marvel, I believe, still has their Marvel Adventures line, um, which features uh, done-in-one, more accessible tales of right. Spider-Man and the Avengers, and um, I think they have Wolverine and the Fantastic Four and yeah. stuff like that. Don't forget DC has blog. their Johnny... DC has their Johnny DC line. Um, I'm not sure. I I know that some of the books that I've known in that line for a while have gone away. Um, I believe they're still doing Teen Titans Go or Tiny Tiny Titans. Titans, Yeah. And a lot of people still like Tiny Titans and it's, it's good. It's, you know, little short bits, little short stories that I think work. It's not the long form story like you find in Batman, the brave and the bold. Um, Right. Five and seven I year think olds. That they're still printing. Well, go ahead. You st- think they're still printing what? <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy that now. Every time we talk over each other, I'm just going to have that uh, great silence. Um, I think they are still printing. Um, dang, now nah, nah, I lost it. We were talking about a thing, and there was a thing. Uh, Supergirl Adventures in the Eighth Grade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Possibly. I don't, I don't know if they're doing that one. Let me look here real quick. That one, if you're and looking for something, friends, I think. yeah, if you're looking something specifically for girls, then um, the Supergirl ones might be right up, might be right up your alley. Now, I know Johnny DC or the DC Kids line, they trimmed back mm-hmm. quite a bit recently because of the cutbacks and the moving and all the flavins that they've got going on over there. Uh, let me just run down the list here real quick. I'm going to look at the March 2011 titles that you can find over at Majorspoilers.com. Just scroll down to the, uh, or go over to the menu item and look under the solicitations. Um, I would probably agree that Batgirl and Wonder Woman are books not appropriate at this time for a five or a seven-year-old um, of any of, of any gender. Um, my son has asked about some of the books on the shelves, and a couple of weeks ago he pointed to that Deadpool issue that had the uh, sexy nurse sitting on his lap, and he goes, Dad, can we get that one? And I said, if we get it, you're not reading it. Um, <laughs> and then some of them I just flat out say, you know, that Batman book is probably not for you. You need to be a little bit older. As we go down the young right. kids line, we have the all-new Batman, the Brave and the Bold. We have Cartoon Network mm-hmm. Action Pack, which if you are a fan of Ben 10 or... Um, What's the other one? The the Generator Rex series. You can pick that up. My son likes Ben 10, so he reads those. Tiny Titans is still there. Looney Tunes. I mean, that's crazy, silly fun. Scooby-Doo. I'm surprised Scooby-Doo has, been, has gone for as long as it has. Uh, even Looney Tunes, 196 Dude, Scooby issues. Scooby. 196 issues for Looney Tunes. Yeah, well, the thing that you have to keep in mind is Scooby-Doo ran for 27 years with only nine episodes. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it for they the just kept kids. Dreaming. 
Parade Once now. they actually played a whole episode backwards and it made the same amount of sense. <laughs> Real braggy. Um, Marvel Comics. Let's see what they have. That's the collected trades. Um, Marvel Comics. They have some kids stuff. They, they, I'm thinking of something specific. Um, the Superhero Squad, I think, is fine. I mean... Matthew doesn't care for Superhero Squad, apparently. Um, uh, why don't you like Superhero Squad? I just like to go. Blah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the uh, find the exact name so you can see it. De- also depends on the store that you go to. Um, previously, our Hastings had all the kids comics mixed in with the adult comics, so it was a little bit harder mm-hmm. to find. Now they've actually moved the kids comics back into the kids comic section of this or the kids book section of the store. So that makes it a little bit easier to find that stuff. And so in addition to uh, those DC titles that we've mentioned, don't discount the boom kids stuff. I mean, they've got the Disney, the Mickey mouse, the Darkwing duck, mm-hmm. the Donald duck and Mickey mouse adventures. Uh, they have do 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 do. I'm missing one off the top of my head for a moment. Um, toy story, little Nemo mm-hmm. or not little Nemo. Um, <laughs> Little Nemo <laughs> Adventures in Slumberland. Go find a hard like edition of that. That would actually be something your kids might enjoy. Uh, Little Nemo in Slumberland. The old Popeyes have been collected in a in a hardbound issue as well. Although those tend to be a little violent. Matthew, what should people be looking for uh, when they're looking at comics for kids? What should they keep in mind? I think the for me the main issue is always. The extremes of violence and the extremes of things, you know, I don't necessarily believe in bad language. Kevin Smith said that he he raised his kid, you know, with the understanding that bad language pretty much paid for the house. And while I'm not quite to Kevin Smith's level, Mm -hmm. I think it's telling that I haven't told my daughter, you cannot say these words. We told her it's impolite. It's rude. Right. And she won't. You know, but. The things that she really is attracted to are things that aren't necessarily comics that I immediately are drawn to. She loves the Tick. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that New England Press is still putting out a monthly Tick comic. Tales of the Bean World is a huge fave rave. Um, She liked the Legion of Superheroes in the 31st Century book. Mm Mm-hmm. While that was out, I would say that the normal Legion title is probably, you know, a little bit overflow i can't think of anything just right off my head that would be you know a mainstream big two title you know that's really child appropriate and child friendly there was and i think the series has ended but the i mentioned on the wednesday show about franklin richards there was a a franklin richards series i think that comes out quarterly or something um it is really well done and then you have the uh, oz series by uh, scotty young uh i forget who writes those um Maybe it is Scotty Young that writes those. I forget. Gosh. Uh, but that one's actually I think Scotty good. Young does the art, and it's written by um, Sean something. Okay. That is – I mean, I think those are probably good comics. Um, there is a website that you might want to check out. Let me see if I can find it really quick. We've mentioned them before in one of the um, – I think it should be comics should be good. I don't know if that's the right the right site or not. Eh. Problem of doing a Google search while we record a show live. 
and we don't have a Rodrigo yeah don't even fill, bother and we don't have a Rodrigo to fill in that space you. curse you Rodrigo um oh hey guys when I was a kid <laughs> in Ohio I grew up to go to Northwestern <laughs> University and I found that a good kids book had maggot in it <laughs> and I liked it. <laughs> I cannot find the name of this um, website off the top of off my list very quickly, but it is um, School Library Journal. I think is is where you might want to check out. They've got a good a good selection of all ages comics and reviews that they do over there. I want to say comics should be good or kids comics or something like that. Um, don't don't discount Archie comics. I mean, those are a little bit more yeah. teenagery, uh, but I think some seven year olds could probably uh, enjoy that. Um. What was that wonderful series that we were reading? We reviewed the first three volumes of it about the kids in their saltwater taffy. saltwater taffy. Oh my God. That is a great series for kids, especially of that age, that seven year old to 12 year old range, I think would be perfect for that series. Do you know of anything specifically for girls? I mean, unfortunately we've talked about this before, but a lot of the stories in comics right now, especially from the big two uh, companies, uh, the big two publishers are really more aimed at boys than they are girls. Well, they're more aimed at, at men our age. Yeah, that's true too. So technically boys. Um, I, one that I ran into recently, um, Dragon Puncher. Dragon My Puncher. daughter wanted to read Dragon Puncher. Yeah, it, basically it's uh, James Kachalka, the guy who did Blankets, I believe. But it's this, you know, it's kind of a kid-friendly story. It's a hardbound book, and the whole bit is a, a superhero called Dragon Puncher, but he has the face of Kachalka's kitty cat. <laughs> so he draws this superhero, and then he, he superimposes Photoshop's in the face of his kitty, and Dragon Puncher has a sidekick who I think is actually his son. Um, I know that Molly also really liked the uh, Smurfs collections. Oh yeah, yeah, the the Payo that's stuff coming out recently. Yeah, the Payo stuff that's old school. I think the problem that you really run into is that, well, the kids are probably more aware of and more ready for the concepts than we give them credit for. Mm -hmm. But there's always that chance, and there's always that worry that you're going to have a bunch of questions, right? You know, that, uh, uh, can I read this comic? No, because I don't want to explain these things to you. Well, I'll understand the words. Yes, you will. That's why I don't want to explain it to you. Mm -hmm. You know, comic books really haven't been for kids for a while now. There are kids' books, but comic books haven't been for kids probably since the early 90s, in my estimation. Yeah. It, it makes it difficult. And, you know, even the specific lines, Boom Kids is a great example. There's great stuff in there, and there's specifically great books. The, you know, The Incredibles and The Muppet Show. These are titles and things that your kids understand. Or like Fraggle Rock, which I believe is from Archaea, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Characters that kids are yeah, familiar yeah. with, kids mm -hmm. that they know. Mm -hmm. But I think that you come into a problem when, say, a book like Bone Bone is something yeah. that uh, it appeals to both the child and an adult, mm -hmm. but it's also a difficult book to start. And it's a difficult book once you're in it to figure out what's actually going on and getting all the way through it. Have you gone? So all the way I don't know it, if Daniel? I'd be. Yeah, I think you and Rodrigo of the three of us are the only ones that have made it all the way through. I have yet to make it halfway through that series. It's a good series. I know the color of yeah. volumes that Scholastic Press sells. 
to the uh, grade schoolers mm -hmm. sell incredibly well. Yeah. There's a huge, um, right now there's a huge volume one black and white edition that you can buy. But in 2011, they're going to release a volume one color edition. That should be very cool. Um, yeah. Another one, I, I haven't had a chance to read this, so I don't know if this is appropriate for children or not, but it's called Axe Cop. Axe Cop is a series um, that is illustrated by an older person. I don't know how old he is. I think I want to say he's in his 20s He's like or 30s. in his 20s. Yeah. And it's written by his five-year-old brother. And it goes all over the place is from what I hear and from what people have told me. I, I need to get them on the show. We've been asked if we can get them on the show. I said, well, as soon as I read their stuff, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look into it. Um, but uh, a lot of people love that. A lot of people say great things about Axe Cop. Have you picked it up, Matthew? Have you seen any of these? I know Dark Horse, I think, is printing some of the stuff. Yeah, Dark I actually just had a conversation at the store about this on Sunday. I haven't read it, but I've seen a lot of really interesting stuff. Um, the one that I really liked was Axe Cop on the Moon. Riding the dinosaur with machine guns for hands. So I don't know if it's appropriate for kids because, you know, it's a cop with an axe. Yeah. And I wonder what he's going to do with the axe. <laughs> and, you yeah, know, the villains have might, like uh, chainsaws for hands and stuff. Yeah. You might want to uh, check it out before you see if it's appropriate for your kids. And really, that's kind of the bottom line. Anytime that you're trying to find content for your children is probably check it out first. Uh, there have been some yeah. shows that look like they're probably my son could probably handle, but then I'll watch a little bit of it and I'm suddenly going, Oh, wait a minute. You should probably not be watching this at your age because it'll freak your mind out. So we have to turn off the yeah. walking dead and move on to something else. Yeah. Um, well, let's, and, you know, let's, let's quickly play this comment from, uh, from Rodrigo about what he and his nephews are doing up there in Ohio for their vacation. Hey, cool guys. It's Rodrigo. Um, I don't know what the topic for the weekend show is going to be because we usually don't come up with it until halfway through the weekend show. But um, just to report, I've been hanging out. It's been good times with my family out here in the great white north. Um, my nephew, though, I, I know that once he gets a little older, he's going to fit right into superhero comics just fine because he really likes cars, like the Disney movie Cars, and he has the blue Lightning McQueen with, like, the little wings and the projectiles and stuff from, like, that three-second dream sequence. And he also has, apparently Disney has been making these car shorts um, leading up to the uh, upcoming Cars movie, uh, the sequel. And one of them is Lightning McQueen as a monster truck. So... The other day, I saw him playing with these two toys, and he was making them fight, which makes perfect sense, because two Lightning McQueens from alternate realities, of course, we've been taught, will have to fight each other before they become friends and fight both of their alternate reality villains, which I think in this case is actually um, a Handy Manny and Dora the Explorer's hippie cup. I don't know. Anyway, hope you guys are having good times. Happy New Year's, and I'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. So that's what Rodrigo is doing as far as trying to find content for his kids. What about you, Matthew? You were going to say something before we jumped into the, that about checking stuff out first. Oh. I don't remember. I'm just entertained by Rodrigo being followed around by Huey, Dewey, and Paco. <laughs> his, three, his three identical nephews. With their, you know, their uh, Junior Woodchuck book. I love that. 
it really, you know, the the Donald Duck Uncle Scrooge stuff for any kid, I think that is still some of the best stuff yeah. that's out there. Find, for find all yourself ages. some Carl Barks Uncle Scrooge. Oh my goodness, that's that's crazy. all ages. And and uh, Boom has announced that they're bringing more of that stuff back in the next year, so check that out. Yep. Um, I you know I still like that saltwater taffy stuff. That's still, I think, is so cool. I can't wait. I'm going to have to follow up and see when that next volume is out. Surely they're up to volume four or something by now. I don't know if they are, but don't call me Shirley. Aha. That one's for you, Leslie. Aha. Um, I just did that thing where you tap your chest and you put two fingers towards the sky for your, <laughs> your fallen homie. Like I knew Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> you and Leslie were pretty tight, I hear. Yeah, we used to hang out with Lenny Bruce and George Carlin, you know, <laughs> at, at CBGB's back in the late 1960s, a full 10 years before I was born. Here's a here's another comment. But, Go ahead. But. I think that looking at, you know, really looking at it, I think that there's a lot to be said for letting the child tell you what they like. Sure, you want to. You, you know, you want to find what you don't want them to read, but right. like with Tales of the Bean World, I did not expect her to like it. I thought she was going to go, this is dumb, this is boring. But then it came to a point where she had to try and figure things out, and she was part of, she was part of reading it. Mm-hmm. She was part of understanding it. You know, why did Mr. Spook say that, and what's the fork, and why would Beanish do that? And, it you know, it allows me to say, well, why do you think that would happen, or... What do you think professor should sound like? Or, you know, how are we going to drag you into it to the point where now she loves the tales of the bean world. And anytime it's my turn to read, she wants tales of the bean world, regardless of whether or not the Harry Potter book is six months overdue at the library. Right, right. Recently, which it is, by the way, (laughs) we better get that back. Those five cents every week add up. Uh, Recently, Oni Press had an announcement about two books of Yo Gabba Gabba that they think these came out in Thanksgiving, I think is when they came out about. Um, I don't, I know very little about Yo Gabba Gabba except the, the little dancing thing that they do and the fact that there were a whole series of plush robotic toys that they had at Toys R Us not too long ago that my son was interested in for about See, five seconds. For a five-year-old that... I uh, don't know... That Dan was asking. I don't know that the Ramones is appropriate for children (laughs) because a lot of, you know, a lot of those lyrics are a little grown up and Sheena (laughs) is a punk rocker. So I'm not sure that Yo Gabba Gabba is something, you know, granted, I'd like to teach her to count and, you know, every single song starts with one, two, three, four. (laughs) So that's a plus. Different, different Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, my bad. Yeah. That's Gabba Gabba Hey. Yeah. Gabba Gabba Hey. Gabba Gabba Ho. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, those are maybe geared more towards really, really little kids because they're, I think they're aimed at preschoolers. And so it may not, may not, certainly not appropriate for a seven-year-old, uh, but maybe for a three or four-year-old might be uh, appropriate there as well. We have another email from Alan that kind of follows along with some of the things that we've been talking about. After listening to the discussion in the latest Major Spoilers podcast about how we affect our children, I had to share some of my moments. I have four teenage daughters, 14, 16, 16, and 17. Oh, my God. I feel sorry for you, Alan. I've never tried to hide my geekiness from them. I wonder if he has to keep a shotgun loaded at the door day and night to keep the teenage boys away from 
Oh my goodness. I, I feel sorry for you, but I'm also joyed that you have four daughters and I'm sure they're, they're fine, lovely girls. Um, he says that we've enjoyed Supernatural, Smallville, Walking Dead, and many other things together, and we love discussing them. They have a better than average knowledge of comic books. The other night I was wearing my Blue Lantern Corps shirt, and the girls all decided they wanted not only one of the shirts of the Lantern Corps, but also the ring that went with it. I told them that we did not have, that we did, that we had to get out our pick. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I told them that if we did, we had to get our picture taken as all of the Lantern Corps, and they were more than happy with the idea. As you can see, I've inflicted them with some of my geekiness, and I've talked about how to play board games as well. Keep up the great work. MSP and Critical Hitter, two of my favorite podcasts. Sincerely, Alan. Well, I mean, you're going to affect your kids in some way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. I firmly believe that I'm going to ruin my child, and you've already ruined <laughs> yours. Already so. ruined mine. <laughs> His favorite joke yeah. still right now is, hey, Daddy, you know what? What? Batman butt. Still his favorite joke, and he still laughs, <laughs> hysterically every time. Uh, he will watch Batman Brave and the Bold. He'll watch Phineas and Ferb. Um, I almost had my wife talked into calling our, our next kid Phineas. She's, she poo-pooed that idea. That would be good. I thought it'd be or great. Ferb. Phineas, I thought, would be great. Or the Phineas. Dangerous. And then you, then his short name would be Finn. I thought that'd be cool. But she said no. So, um, Yeah, Schleicher's going to be enough of a load for him to carry. Don't give up. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of great parents out there. Scott Johnson is another person that... Uh, you know what's a great name? What's that? Matthew. No. Uh, I think that uh, Scott Johnson has done a great job. He's got kids that kind of range in age. I think the oldest is like 16 and the youngest is 10, I want to say. Um, but he does a great job of bringing them up in his geeky life with all the comics and with all the games and everything that he does. And, you know, I I fully expect that my son will turn against everything that that I've brought him up on in the, in the next couple of years. But for right now, he's loving the heck out of the comic books. He loves the heck out of Batman. He knows the characters. Um, he knows the episodes probably as much as he knows that they never should have canceled. You know, <laughs> no, he doesn't know anything night. about that. I mean, he, he really doesn't. My daddy says they never should cancel Legend of a Dark Knight. You can, you can point things out and he'll know who those characters are and he'll know if they're good guys or bad guys. I mean, he's three. He doesn't know all the intricacies of Steve Rogers died and then came back to life and somebody else is wearing his suit. All he knows is, hey, that's Captain America and he throws the shield and he fights against these other bad guys and he can rattle them off. Probably better than I can in a lot of cases. My daddy said Captain America throw his mighty shield and all those who oppose the shield must yield because the red and the white and the red and the blue and the blue comes through to the blue and you. That's what my daddy said. Yeah. The next thing I'm trying to teach him is uh, ring thing, do your thing. Or thing ring, do your thing. That's thing what. ring, do your thing. Yep. Thing ring, do your thing. Yeah. That'll teach him his R's. That's truly So. Will it? I hope so. Me I hope not. So. Uh, you know, you might also, <laughs> another book that you might want to check out is the Asterix, uh, series that we've talked about before and that I review every year on major spoilers. Those are older, but they're in that same vein as the Smurfs, but with the uh, Celts fighting, uh, um, or uh, yeah, fighting the, uh, fighting the Romans. Gauls fighting Gauls, Romans. Gauls fighting, fighting the Romans. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. The Ostrogoths and the yep. Invisigoths. The Visigoths. Dad, the they're not Visigoths. Goths. 
They're goths, and these aren't goths. These are punks. Oh, well, see, there you go. Uh, Eric, you're going to have to leave now. I'm sorry. I thought the uh, Visigoths is what they called them. I still get my day right There's a platypus controlling me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I watched too much Phineas and Ferb thanks to my son. Um, And the most recent one that we watched was, I forget what the heck the the title of it is, but it features uh, It's called There's a Platypus Controlling Me. Is that what it's called? Okay. I don't know. Anything else I about know comics and for kids? episodes from the open. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, what? Get, get them. It's going to be difficult, and you're probably going to have to sift through a lot of crap. I recommend seeing if there is a children's section. I have a section in the C's that just says children's, and I will fill it with comics that I feel are appropriate for children's, and some of them... Some of the, the you know responses that we get from people are phenomenal because there was a we have a Walt Disney comics from 1944 in the booth right and it's it's a ninety seven dollar comic it's not in the best of shape but in two dot condition it's a ninety seven dollar comic wow. and this woman is like how can you charge that that's so much for that comic and I'm trying to explain to her and she's like but it's obviously for kids you sh- you should charge the twelve cents that it says and I'm like, well, <laughs> you probably. But if you if you go in with a rough idea of what you want to spend, there will probably be a place to find a book. And I think that you'll be most surprised in if your kid is interested or if you're interested in having your kid go, let them look and see, you know, what it is that they might want to read. And then take a look at what they might want to read. And, you know, be prepared to either say, no, I'm sorry, that's too old for you, or to explain some stuff. Like and figure out why you know why is Doctor Doom wearing a suit made of the skin of his dead girlfriend? Well, Molly, I'll tell you when you're twelve. Yeah, I, I, that's what I do with Mason when I take him to the store and we go back to the kids' comics areas. It's like, you see anything that you want? Do you see anything that you like? And he'll look at the covers and he'll see something that he likes. Uh, if it's got cars on the front, he'll probably get that. Uh, he's not interested in the GI Joe. He's not interested in at this point um, the Nemo stuff. He'll, he's not really interested in the Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck, although he knows who the characters are. I bet if there was a Winnie the Pooh comic, he'd be all over that because he loves Tigger. Um, but I just let him pick out. And if he says, hey, can we get that one? I'll say, no, we can't because you have to be older. And he realizes that when we mean older, it means he needs to be more grown up. I don't know how he knows it, but he just knows that, okay, when I get bigger like Daddy, hopefully taller and older, not fatter and uglier, um, that that's when I can read those books. He'll never be fatter and uglier than that. <laughs> oh, he might be. You never know. Um, so I guess that's that on that. Spend time and with your that. child. That's it. That's it. Spend time with your child. That's right. Read books together. In, Teach uh, him to read. Enjoy your geekiness together. Like Alan says, I would like to see your whole family yeah. dressed up in Alan in your in your Green Lantern gear, in your Green Lantern core, your Lantern core stuff, that'd be pretty cool. We've yeah. been having a lot of people would sending say, us pictures of them dressed in their critical hit shirts. And if you did get a critical hit yeah. shirt, I'd love to see you wearing your critical hit shirt. Uh, we'll post some big gallery up on the site whenever we uh, get to it. Uh, but everybody's just enjoying the heck out of that and just enjoying doing things together. A lot of people bought stuff for the whole family shirts, bought stuff for father and son, mm-hmm. bought stuff for husband and wife. Good stuff all around. Yeah. I'm supposed to have one, but I haven't seen it. It's so. it's sitting here. It's sitting here. It's got a little sticker on it that says, For Matthew. 
on the mail oh, pile. I'm sorry. Oh, you want it mailed to you? Holy crap. Do you know how much it's going to cost to mail that thing? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> stick, stick a kite in it and just float it here. Yeah, the wind does blow that way. Actually, gonna... if you want to stick it. <laughs> we yeah. actually are probably, we've got a bunch of other stuff that I need to drop off for you, with you, whatever. And uh, I'm right. thinking we will be coming your way uh, in the next couple of weeks, I think. And dun, so we're just dun, waiting dun, for that. And I don't we'll know why somebody was surprised. You know what I was surprised uh, after last week's fiasco show with the Skype uh, mm-hmm. problem? I'm surprised somebody had the, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say the nerve, but somebody said, wow, if you thought that the whole gang was together to record this stuff, you've got another thing coming. Yeah. I don't think anyone. There's a misapprehension. That you're in the room too? I think there is a misapprehension because I don't mention it all the time. I mention it during Critical Hit, and we've mentioned it a lot during Critical Hit because Critical Hit recording sessions are longer. Right. And because of their rotational nature, it's, you know, when it's my turn, it's my turn. If I drop out of the Skype and you and Rodrigo talk while you dial back, people don't know how often the calls drop. Right. And we tend to do Critical Hit at higher traffic times, so... Yeah, I have never physically been in the same room as Rodrigo. Yeah, the only time that Matthew and I have ever sat down to record a podcast together was way back on episode four or five when we were talking about the Legion. Yeah, it was, it was my, my guest stint before I was yeah. voted in yeah. overwhelmingly by all the fans saying, Hey, bring back that guy because he sounds cool. I don't think they said that, but whatever. Um, they said, no, was- hey, he sounds much cooler than that Brian guy. Yeah. Let's have that Brian guy relegated to doing opens and closes. And then we'll have Matthew be wacky throughout the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we will wrap it up there and we will be back on Tuesday. And I believe Rodrigo will be back, even though he may be calling it in, depending on when his PBS Don't work gets done. And we will be talking about the best and worst of 2010. And our predictions for 2011, because we know that you love comics and we do too. And we'll talk with you soon. Stop talking about comic books or I'll kill you. I don't care if the Hulk could defeat the Man of Steel. I'm gonna rearrange your things and you continue to debate whether Logan's claws could pierce Steve Rogers' sheet.